Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Help Desk for Thursday, the 25th of March. I'm Tess Bennett. And I'm Peter Wells. And Peter, our first story today is one for the gamers. Mm. So popular chat client Discord is potentially up for sale, with Microsoft a potential buyer. Uh, Neither company has confirmed these talks, but uh, the New York Times, amongst others, has said that they have definitely happened, so I guess they have. The Slack-like service is incredibly popular with gamers and could easily slot into Microsoft's Xbox gaming environment on consoles and PCs. Microsoft already has another Slack-like chat product. I knew I would say chat wrong there. Uh, Chat product in Teams. But that has never really taken off outside of the enterprise, so there would be very little overlap between the two services if Microsoft did acquire them. The only other tech giant that seems like a suitable purchaser would be Amazon, who owns Twitch, and so I could see them buying Discord to roll into the Twitch gaming service. Or... This could all just be rumours to get Discord revalued before an upcoming IPO, which is also a rumour floating around there. So either way, lots of uh, lots of hype and lots of heat around Discord at the moment. Uh, do you think any of these? Do you think Amazon or Microsoft would be a good uh, shepherd for the the good ship Discord? Uh, I was going to ask you that question, but more so from the perspective of do Discord users, do they have a preference to who they want to be bought by? Um, yeah, that's. I, I would imagine Twitch is probably more loved uh, or more beloved than uh, Microsoft, but I think Microsoft has shown itself to be a good steward recently uh, in in the acquisitions of things like GitHub and LinkedIn, they haven't really gone in and messed up the service or made it, you know, LinkedIn is not tied into Office product, products. You can uh, you can view it anywhere. And the same with GitHub. It's, you know, you're not tied to any Microsoft services if you use GitHub. And they really haven't done anything to the community. A lot of people were really terrified when Microsoft bought GitHub but they've kept it open source. They've kept it uh, really interesting, a really interesting place to be. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think Microsoft, you know, they're not the big bad company of the 90s anymore. Um, they seem to play nice with others. And I would imagine if Discord becomes a Microsoft product, you'd still be able to use it on a PlayStation, for instance. And moving on, the platform that you turn to when none of your friends want to help you move is now worth more than $400 million. Airtasker listed on the ASX on Tuesday with a market valuation of $255 million, uh, and by the end of the day, it was valued at $412 million. The CEO, Tim Fung, uh, who co-founded the company in 2012, held onto his 12.7% stake in the business through the IPO, and his shares are now worth more than $52 million. 
And one of the biggest things the company has going for it is brand, brand recognition or name recognition. So in 2020, 99% of Airtasker's new customers came from non-paid marketing channels, according to the AFR. Uh, and that means that they don't have to pay the Google and Facebook tax. Sorry, that puts Airtasker up there with the likes of Airbnb and Google and these companies that you, you know, the name of the company describes the platform. Mm, totally. Yeah, I've used them a couple of times over the last year. Uh, once it was safe to to be able to do so, just crappy little things that I can't do, like sticking up cameras in my house and I don't own power tools. And so, so I've, I've used them for those kind of things. But uh, yeah, I, I, I know that there are competitors in the States and I know those names vaguely, but... Someone to help you move when your friends won't is a perfect description of that. They are the, yeah, they're the only company I, I know in Australia that does that kind of thing. I always think, ah, oh, I should get an Airtasker every time I buy. No, about half, after I buy a piece of Ikea furniture mm, and I'm mm, halfway mm. through like unboxing it, I'm like, oh, that's right. Should have got an Airtasker. Totally. But, you know, a few years ago, it looked like the only exit for companies like Airtasker was to hope that IKEA would come along and buy them, which I think is what happened to TaskRabbit in the US. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the ones I, I vaguely remember. So they got bought up? I think by IKEA. Uh, yeah. You probably know them because they advertise on podcasts. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> Speaking of advertising, and YouTube has a new experimental feature to detect products within a video and generate links to web websites. The system is a bit of a twofer for Google. It's training the algorithm to uh, recognize products within an image and a moving image on that. Uh, they, they already do a smashing job in still images and Google Photos. Uh, but this is also giving them a way to, to monetize YouTube content as well. This seems to be the holy grail of video marketing. I've read so many similar stories over the years from network televisions trying this, uh, smart TVs. I remember Samsung had patents in their smart TVs uh, to link out to products that were mentioned or, or used on television. Instagram has done it, and even YouTube in the past has given it a crack. But I don't know, Tess, uh, YouTube is already pretty messy. Do we really want any more links and overlays in our YouTube experience? Uh, I don't think YouTube cares necessarily what you want at the moment, but I think the shoppable live streaming or video, that to me seems like it's going to be really necessary for YouTube if they're going to compete uh, in commerce against Instagram and TikTok. Mm. So I think it's it's kind of like they're taking up more of the marketing funnel. So, you know, video advertising is great for, you know, broad reach and awareness, uh, but then they're sort of taking up more of that marketing funnel that goes all the way down to conversion and the actual sale. So, yeah, I mean, marketers love these tools because they are, they are so easy to measure if they've worked or not. Uh, and that helps them get a bigger budget to spend more money on YouTube the next time. So it's it's a pretty virtuous cycle that um, that they've got. They can get going if they keep their advertisers happy. Mm. I don't know. I, I'm, I pay for YouTube now, and I swear to God, it changes your life. Once you pay for YouTube, you end up watching so much more YouTube because it is uh, like th th they seem to have jammed way more ads in to the videos over the last year or so, and being able to watch you know, just a couple of hours worth of 
pointless crap on YouTube and never once be interrupted by an ad uh, is pretty amazing. So, um, I yeah, I don't want any of this. But it doesn't really matter anyway because I watch all of my YouTube on a television and you don't get any of that crap. You don't get comments. You don't get – I don't get ads anymore. So, yeah, it's a, it's a much nicer experience. Pay for YouTube, a whole, people. A whole other world. Mm-hmm. And finally, ending the show with a royal story, uh, picked by me, this one. But fresh from his separation from the royal family, Prince Harry is building up his resume. The royal has been appointed the chief impact officer of BetterUp, which is a Silicon Valley startup that provides coaching and mental health assistance for corporate employees. Harry, who has been vocal about his struggles with mental health, used the company's app prior to joining it. And in his new role, he'll be focusing on driving advocacy and awareness for mental fitness and diversifying BetterUp's community of coaches and customers through strategic planning. So my question I was going to ask you, Peter, was uh, which royal would you hire for your startup? But then that's probably too niche and I don't even know enough royals. Uh, So, you know, which famous person give a novelty title to? Mm, yeah, I mean, I've always been a big fan of of the pointless uh, tech ambassador. Um, like Lady Gaga was HP's ambassador for a little while, and Will um, I Am. Will I Am? Yep, uh, I remember Scarlett Johansson was Huawei's for a year and tweeted about how great the the Huawei phone was from an iPhone. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that anyone I would like to pick is probably has too much self respect to do it. But um, I'd love to get, like, Adam Goods from the Sydney Swans. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to just meet him, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine's also a sporting person. Yeah? Who? Who? Hmm. Uh, you're not going to guess it. Magic Johnson. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and basically because the story is that he, at one point he owned, like, 100 Starbucks stores and – Basically, you had to convince the CEO of Starbucks that you could actually open stores in inner city areas and, you know, a different clientele than the ones Starbucks had previously been serving just for the suburbs uh, would actually pay that much money for a Starbucks coffee. Uh, So it sort of challenged some assumptions around there and and made a pretty good business out of it. Also, I think he'd just be really good for morale Mm, to have mm. around the office. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Oh, uh, actually, uh, same kind of idea. Terry Crews. Everyone loves yep. him. Everyone says he's the, the nicest guy ever. Get Terry Crews on your next startup. Wouldn't he be like your chief optimism motivator? I yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll work yeah. on the title. Anyway, that's all we have time for for the help desk for Thursday. Thank you, Tess. Thanks, Peter. We'll speak to you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.